Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your host, your mindset and life coach, Karina Calhoun, and I am super thrilled to be with you all yet again another day. We've got some gems, some jewels, some tips, some tools, and some strategies that we are going to be releasing to you all today. I have a very special guest on today, Phil Johnson. Phil, how are you on this great day? I am great. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on your show, Karina. Awesome. I love it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, Phil, tell us, where in the world are you? Um, in the Toronto, Ontario area. So just outside of Toronto in a city called Mississauga. I love it. I love it. Now, are you from Canada? <clears throat> yeah, I was born here about an hour from Toronto. So I've lived my whole life in Canada although I've uh, traveled extensively in my career. Awesome, I love it. So I know prior to the pandemic, um, I was making plans, just kind of basic plans, surface plans to my husband and I to travel to Canada because we've never been there. And so of course the pandemic happened and that kind of fell by the wayside, but I do have aspirations to be there one day. (laughs) So hopefully I can run into you and get some coffee. That would be great. Uh, Toronto's a great place to visit. Let me know. It'd be great to get together. Awesome. I love it. So, Phil, tell us a little bit about you. You've already told us that you're out of Canada. Tell us what you are up to these days. Um, For the last 21 years, I've been an executive coach helping uh, individuals and organizations to bet on themselves by developing their emotional intelligence. You know, emotional intelligence is has always been one of my most favorite subjects. So I'm going to be leaning into you during this particular call today. Tell us how you got started in that. Great question. Uh, thanks for asking it. Um, I was born with dyslexia. I have dyslexia. It's a, it's a neurological disorder um, that forced me from an early age to do a lot of what I now call emotional labor, because my brain doesn't work the way most people's brains work. Um, It really pulled me out of my comfort zone. And it, it caused me to do the type of work that develops emotional intelligence and inspirational leadership. And by the way, if I hadn't been born with dyslexia, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand that completely. So tell us exactly what, for those that are listening, I'm very well aware of what emotional intelligence is, but for those that are not listening, tell us exactly what emotional intelligence is. It's a, um, a very simple way of looking at emotional intelligence is that it it's what's Whenever we take an action that moves us outside of our comfort zone, um, that always creates uh, fear and anxiety in us. It always triggers fear and anxiety, what psychologists call it, amygdala hijack. Um, Emotional intelligence is what's developed when we are able to move through that discomfort towards some desired result that's more important to us than the fear that gets generated when we leave our comfort zone. So that's how that emotional labor that that takes is what develops emotional intelligence. 
That that's interesting. Can you give us an example of uh, emotional intelligence, that mental hijack, and then moving past that, and and creating that labor, that emotional labor, and being really in a place of response versus reaction. I actually just finished a blog posting for tomorrow on my newsletter uh, about this exact subject. Um, I can talk about it or I can, I can read it to you if you'd like. It's just really brief. However you want to do it, we are down me, for it. Let me just uh, pull it up here. Can you see my screen? You can't see my screen, can you? Or can we you? We cannot. Nope. Okay. I was going to show you a picture of uh, our amygdala. Um, I entitled it uh, Fight, Flight, or Freeze, the Amygdala Hijack. Our brain is far from prepared to embrace the accelerating rate of change, changes we are facing. Like it or not, we are all being ripped out of our comfort zones. Many of us are operating day to day in what amounts to a chronic, low-grade amygdala hijack. When we experience one of these hijacks, we find it increasingly difficult to concentrate as our focus shifts from what, to what is troubling us. During these hijacks, our amygdalas flood our body with stress hormones, cortisol, and epinephrine or adrenaline, and we go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. This often causes us to overreact in ways we later regret. Awareness is the first step in dealing with these attacks. The sooner we recognize when we're in the midst of an amygdala hijack, the easier it will be for us to minimize its damaging effects. If we do not notice that we are in the midst of a hijack, we have no chance of getting back to emotional balance until the hijack runs its course. These amygdala hijacks can often last for seconds, minutes, hours, days, or even longer. The development of our emotional intelligence will limit and reduce the damaging effects of these attacks. Unfortunately, we see examples and experience the personal, sorry, we see examples and experience the personal and organizational reality of these amygdala hijacks every day. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, <clears throat> I, having been aware of this, being when I was in leadership in corporate America, this was one of the things that I was really leaning into and trying to you know, certainly I'm not an expert such as yourself, but I wanted to really understand this better because I feel like there are leaders and I know you are in the leadership realm, you work with leaders. And so there are leaders who feel like because they're in a specific role, they're a great leader. So tell us how can, how can really becoming aware of uh, emotional intelligence really, really skyrocket your leadership level. I mean, it can it can really truly up level you. So tell us how that can happen. And the reason why, just for those that are listening, the reason why I want Phil to answer this question and really talk about this is because as you are creating your business and really building it out, you're going to become a leader. It's inevitable, unless you're just absolutely adamant of being a solopreneur. But even still, you're going to have freelancers that are going to be around you. So at some stage, you're going to become a leader in your business. So Phil, tell us a little bit about that. Um, there's lots I want to tell you about that. But I want to start out by saying that leadership isn't a, it isn't a position. It isn't a title. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And if your behavior doesn't inspire followers, you're not a leader. Wow. And can we just, can we just, can we, oh my goodness, can we park there just for a second? Because that is pivotal. Say that one more time. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, if your actions, if your behavior and the results you achieve by those actions do not inspire others to follow your example, you are not a leader. You are simply using position-based power to control and manipulate others mm. to, steal, to steal their energy. Wow, that is so good. That is so good. And as you were saying that, I, I was literally going back to uh, various people that have been <clears throat> in management over me, because I like to call it, there's a difference between leadership and managing bodies you know, at the end of the day, that's really, you're either one of the one or the other. So I, I apologize, Phil, this is just like, I, I am fascinated with it. I, I'm not well versed in it, but I'm so fascinated with it. Please continue. <laughs> um, the current level of employee engagement worldwide, according to Gallup, is around 13%. Mm. Most organizations are extremely toxic. People oh. don't feel safe to take risk. Um, because they're in an, what I could spend more time talking with you about is I've been proving over the last 21 years, I've worked with executives all over the world and organizations. Um, I've worked with people running, uh, multi-billion dollar companies with thousands of employees and Harvard MBAs and PhDs and everything in between. Um, I've helped to generate over a billion and a half dollars in revenue in my career. What I'm telling you is that hardly anybody is a leader. Uh -huh. um, they're simply using position-based power to control and manipulate others, to steal their energy. And that creates the toxic environments that we see everywhere. So according to Gallup, the current level of employee engagement is around 13%. Low levels of employee engagement are costing the US economy alone over a trillion dollars a year. Mm. Um, And there's almost a one-to-one -one correlation between the level of employee engagement and the level of customer engagement. So if your employees don't feel safe, mm -hmm. if they're not engaged, then neither are your customers. Wow. Um, so the development of emotional intelligence is the solution. It develops emotional intelligence. It develops inspirational leadership mm -hmm. and it raises our level of consciousness about what's going on in us and around us. Mm -hmm. It is, it is the solution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for the small business owners who are thinking, Karina, mm -hmm. I already have so much on my plate. I absolutely, you know, I have to be the accountant. I have to be the website <laughs> designer. I have to be, the, I have to be the everything. And now you're saying that I have to be a leader and I have to be cognizant of that. What are some, some small tips that create big action 
that small business owners who are not quite yet in the leadership realm, but ultimately at some point will be, what are some, what are some tips you can give them? Before I get to that, let me make a statement. And I want to be really clear about this. This is the development of your emotional intelligence will guarantee your personal career and corporate success. Mm. Let me give you an example of a company that's currently doing over a trillion dollars a year in revenue. And their primary hiring focus is looking for people with above average levels of emotional intelligence. Mm. My company is Apple. That's why when you walk into an Apple store, the energy you feel is an example of a more emotionally intelligent environment. They're not trying to sell you anything. They're mm -hmm. trying to understand your pain and if possible, offer a solution to that pain. They want you to have a great experience. And maybe you'll go yeah. tell your friends and they'll tell their friends. If Apple decided to get into banking tomorrow and they know nothing about banking, Mm -hmm. They'd have 10 million depositors overnight because they've built up that level of trust that even though people know that Apple doesn't know anything about banking, if they decided mm -hmm. to get into it, they figured out. So the development of our emotional intelligence builds trust. And we're at a time of accelerating change. Some mm -hmm. scientists estimate that in this century, we're going to experience the equivalent of 20,000 years worth of change. Wow. Never. So change is increasing at an exponential rate. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we've got a 500 million year old brain that doesn't mm -hmm. like change. Mm -hmm. So that accelerating rate of change is going, to, is going to create increasing levels of drama, chaos, and conflict. Wow. And the only solution to being able to reduce the drama, chaos, and conflict that is created by change is the development of our emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the future of individual and organizational development. You, you know, Phil, you need to be on every <clears throat> TV channel, I know. radio show, I mean, literally what you're saying, I feel it within my core. I know you do. I've been on, just, you know what? I've been on about 50 podcasts in the last four months talking about the value and importance of emotional intelligence. I'm trying to help people become more conscious of the solution. And by the way, developing your emotional intelligence will produce remarkable results in your business and personal life and it will take less effort mm -hmm. and you'll have more fun so all of these folks that you're talking about that are starting out in their businesses or wherever they are and they're increasingly getting burnt out by wearing more and more hats this will eliminate that mm -hmm. the key to getting better results isn't doing more yes. it's doing less Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I can attest to really dialing into your emotional intelligence because, again, I'm not an expert in this, but this is something that I have been very cognizant of over the last few years. And I studied it a little bit 
uh, and made sure it was something that I, I do on a on a daily basis and, and really dial into that. And I can tell you, honestly, I have fun every day. I mean, my husband will tell you I am probably the biggest 50 year old kid he's ever seen because I absolutely have fun every single day. Can I tell you how you develop your emotional intelligence? Mm-hmm. That tells me a lot about you. There's only mm-hmm. one way you can develop emotional intelligence, and that's by doing emotional labor. Yeah. So you've, you have a vision of a desired result that you're emotionally connected to that is stronger than the fear that gets generated in you when you begin to move in that direction. Mm-hmm. And doing that work, taking those actions has taught you things about yourself and it's taught you things about other people. Mm-hmm. It's raised your level of consciousness about what's going on in you and around you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like you have literally been inside of my brain. It's, and... the, way, it's the way it is. Yeah. It's, the, it, it's the only way. It's, it's not just you. Anybody that's developing their emotional intelligence is going down exactly the same path. Mm. And I can tell you, and you know, that it's harder than hell. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but here's the deal. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. We're at a tipping point on the planet as a species. Mm. If we don't change our trajectory dramatically, in the next decade or two, we don't make it out of this century. There's going to be there's going to be so much drama, chaos, and conflict mm-hmm. created because of the accelerating rate of change. That if we're not developing our if we're not developing our emotional intelligence by doing the kind of emotional labor you've been doing to move through that anxiety. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be driven deeper into our comfort zones, which is, going to, which is going to create increasing levels of drama, chaos, and conflict. Um, Phil, let me, let me, you know, and I want, I want to really put a summary on this to make it extremely clear in layman's terms, so that those that are listening really truly understand what's being said here. If we continue to be selfish, then we're not going to make it. Yeah, correct. And that's really what it boils down to. We're, um, unfortunately, our generation is at it because of the accelerating rate of global change. It's our generation it's the people living on the planet now that are gonna need to begin to change our trajectory. Yeah. Um, There isn't a single other species on the planet that wouldn't be better off if we didn't exist. Mm. We're the virus on the planet. You know, we're dealing with things like climate change and CRISPR-Cas9, gene editing technology and AI and other pandemics that we are completely unprepared for. Yeah. We do not have the wisdom. We do not have the emotional intelligence. Um, so for your the business folks that are listening to this, if they want to generate more revenue, 
if they want to increase the level of employee and customer engagement, if they want to become more profitable, if they want to get better results with less effort and more fun, that is easy. Mm -hmm. you, you, you invest in the development of your emotional intelligence, and that will guarantee not only your business and corporate success, it'll guarantee your personal success. It'll make the rest of your life the best of your life. But there's a whole other bigger thing going on here. That's the reason we need to be developing our emotional intelligence. And that's what I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is no game. This right. is, this is, we're really at a tipping point. So you want to make more money? Great. You want to advance in your career? Great. You want a better home life, better personal life? Great. Bet on yourself by developing your emotional intelligence. Absolutely. So, Phil, how can those that are listening get in touch with you if, first and foremost, uh, do you offer coaching or some type of service yeah. for individuals? Yeah. And if so, then how can folks get in touch with you? I have a program that I've developed called the Master of Business Leadership Program that does everything I've said here and more. Um, it's a 16-week program initially, although I have been dealing with individuals and organizations for over 13 years uh, because the ROI keeps getting greater and greater. Um, I will give you a link to uh, my calendar for anybody that wants to, to contact me. I'll also give you a link to the uh, daily newsletter I publish on, on EQ on, the, on my LinkedIn profile. Perfect, perfect. And so folks, you all know how we do around here. You will have the uh, clickable links in the show notes to be able to get mm -hmm. in touch with Phil and really begin to dive into your own emotional intelligence, not just for yourself, not just for those around you, but really for the world at large. So Phil, do you have any last words of wisdom that you want to leave the audience? Yes, I do. And it's what I just, uh, I really encourage the audience here to bet on themselves. Mm by developing their emotional intelligence, I guarantee you they will not regret it. I love it. Phil, thank you so very much for mm -hmm. coming to the show and really opening up our understanding about emotional intelligence. I can tell you for a fact that this will not be the first and last time that you will be here on the show because I am almost positive we will be bringing you back because this has just been absolutely amazing. Uh, and um, I wish you well on your endeavors and that you continue to reach the world as you have been. Can I just say one other short thing? Absolutely. Next time we have a conversation, we're going to talk about energy physics and how that guarantees success. Okay, awesome. I love it. So folks, this has been another great episode of Go Be Great with Coach Karina. I've had on the show today, Phil Johnson, and this has been an absolute, absolute amazing conversation. So please be sure that you go back and listen to it, put it on repeat, as you know, I say all the time, until you have actually digested this information. So folks, I will see you all on the flip side. Bye for now.